0: Be careful what words you're entertaining. You are a conglomeration in your bodies, in your souls, of words believed and automatically obeyed. What controls your mind? The Word of God is alive, active, and energized, and sharper than any two-edged sword. But the Word of Lucifer is pure confusion. Lord of the Flies, Belial Beelzebub, Lord of Lies. Who's fathering your mind, Satan or Jesus Christ? Only two trees in the garden, friends. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil is Satan's hell and Satan's death, Satan's information, Satan's words called the fallen angels. One third that fell. The dragon's tail swept one third of the stars. It is written. Whose light do you live in? The light of the sun and the moon and the stars? You're filled with sorcery. Do you live in the light of the glory of Jesus Christ? Father, I have given them the glory. John 17. It is written. Why did Jesus Christ lamb's light, the lamb's glory. Why did he give it to us? So that we can escape the matrix of Satan's prison. Called starlight. You know, you might have heard of Freemasonry. They're the keepers of the light since 1776 in all 50 states and especially the city on a hill a counterfeit heavenly Jerusalem called Washington DC and I love America so don't misunderstand me. I hate sorcery I hate demons and I hate devils we grew up in mixture friends we grew up in a ton of mixture. Is it that bad? it's so bad It's beyond human comprehension. How bad Satan is, and how bad the warlocks, and the sorcerers, and the secret societies, and many of your rich, and the nations, and your political rich, and your economic rich, and your media rich. It's worse than you could ever imagine. There is no conspiracy theory that goes too far, and it's beyond science fiction. I tell you the truth, not so that you could be afraid, But you could understand, yeah, it's all real. It's all true. But let me tell you, the third heaven of the Lamb's light is our salvation. And that is so far superior to all the wickedness in this world that no human mind could even imagine its goodness. No human mind will ever understand how great our God is. But we have the mind of Christ. We don't have a human mind anymore. We have the divine mind called the morning star. The morning star is the mind of Christ. Satan tried to steal it and call himself the morning star, call himself, you know, the son of the morning. And like the devil's a big shot, he's not. just... Ezekiel 28 says, Lucifer stands as a man. Looks like a Spanish prince. Espirito conquistadores. About six foot tall. Looks like a Spanish prince. Yeah. Just an angel. Just creation. Just a created angel. A fallen cherubim. Compared to the Holy Spirit... He has zero power. When you're in the river of life, friends, the devil has zero power over you. But when you're outside the river of life, outside the cup of the new covenant, outside the seven spirits of God, the menorah of golden oil, the anointing of Jesus Christ, our salvation, when you're outside the Holy Spirit, all that exists is death and hell. Hell is the place of spiritual Egypt called religion. Death is the place of spiritual Sodom called rebellion. And those are the only places all human minds can exist in in this universe, the cosmos. It is written. Universe is written. Cosmos is written. Often in English it's just translated world. For God so loved the cosmos, the world, the universe. That's the heavens, the second heavens, and the earth. The heavens and the earth declare the glory of God. They don't declare Satan. They don't declare demons. No, the Bible says they declare the glory of God. Get over your fears of death and hell. Get over your fears of Sodom and Egypt where he was crucified. And get in the river and get healed. Stop your moaning and complaining and crying in the wilderness. The time of the wilderness is over, declares the Lord Jesus Christ of angel armies. Angel workers. Hebrews chapter 1 calls them the ministering spirits helping those inheriting salvation. Angels. Ministering angels. And Jesus Christ said in Matthew that the workers at the end of the age at the time of the great harvest which is right now The workers are angels. They're not men, they're not women, because we finally get all of our dead works, strange fire, and self-efforts crucified with Christ so we can walk with the Father in the coolness of the day and be restored to garden works in Jesus' name. Loose in Jesus' name. Garden works. These are effortless works of the new covenant. The work of the Holy Spirit. You know the verse of Solomon in Psalms? Unless the Holy Spirit builds the house, unless the Holy Spirit does the work, all your works are a total waste of time, energy, and finances in every city and every nation. Do you understand the wastefulness of man? The wastefulness of humans, it's beyond imagination. It's beyond counting. I see it every day because everything human is wasted. In the kingdom of heaven, we call it building sandcastles. Building with sand instead of building with spirit. God said to me today, the time of all human building has come to an end. (gasps) Yes, so now you can only build with the spirit. And that's what we want to do anyway. We just didn't know that was available because we've been so bewitched in strange fire of Egypt and so rebellious in Sodom. And Sodom is all rebellion, all drugs, alcohol, and sexual morality is the realm of spiritual Sodom. It's a real place of death. And it's the property and the geography of Satan and his angels, and that's why it never goes well with anyone. Experimenting in sin, experimenting in lust, pornography, drugs and alcohol, sexual morality. It's, it's hell on earth. It's, it's literally the realm of death. Spiritual Sodom. It exists like a city in the underworld of demons and devils and hell and sorcerers. It's a real, real city. Just like heavenly Jerusalem is a real city in the spirit, so is Sodom, a real city in the spirit. And Egypt is a spiritual place. It has nothing to do with the nation in the Middle East. I pray for revival in all nations. No, I'm talking about the realm of the dead, the underworld, Sheol, the place of the dead. Be spiritually minded and just have a drink of the blood of Jesus so that your mind of the Holy Ghost can understand these things because this is called Righteousness, Teaching in righteousness. Moving past elementary things, Hebrews says, we go on to training in righteousness, which has to do with all the heavenly university system of Mount Zion. This is advanced stuff for ruling and reigning amongst the overcomers of Babylon the Great that have a foundation of salvation by drinking the cup of the new covenant. So you can also... Drink this blood and drink this wine and, and eat this bread and eat this word even if you're a brand new Christian. And that's probably the best thing ever because then you never go into Egypt. Then you never go into Sodom and have to learn the hard way like all of us. <laughs> like Joel's army. I mean, most of everyone I'm talking to has learned everything the hard way because we're so exceedingly stubborn which is all the pride of self-righteousness and all of our strange-fired dead works, self-efforts, and trying to do it in our own strength, do the new covenant in our own blood instead of in his blood. I mean, get a life. It's absolutely impossible. That's why they're all frustrated, and they come up with all these doctrines and theologies out of failure of human flesh. The gospel is not about your human flesh. It's about his human flesh, John chapter 6, unless you eat His flesh and drink His blood, there is no life in you. And that's the third heaven life. That's the Zoe life, immortal energy and electricity of God the Father and Jesus Christ, transfigured flesh at the right hand of God in Mount Zion, heavenly Jerusalem, third heaven. Above all the stars, above all creation, our Lord God Almighty reigns through this universe. You know, and if you have the mind of Christ, you can see these things. It is written in the Bible. But why don't we believe the Bible? Because we've been so beat up in Egypt and Sodom our whole lives. Born into Babylon the Great. Born into Great Tribulation. Having lost one out of three of our own brothers and sisters in the United States of America because of abortion. I mean, they've systematically annihilated us from birth and before we were even born. And the second you're born into this world you're marked for the slaughter just a system of confusion it's a labyrinth beyond human imagination and the only person that can defeat Babylon the Great is Jesus Christ our Lord that's why we're Christians who is he who's overcome Babylon? he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God <laughs> amen amen And stays believing. And stays drinking. The river of life. The life of his blood. (laughs) It's not vampirism. It's not cannibalism. (laughs) It's the word. It's the Holy Spirit. (laughs) It's the Holy Spirit word. And it's the Holy Spirit wine. It's pure third heaven glory. With not a drop of lust. Not a drop of pride in it at all. It's a lust and pride-free bread and wine. The table of the Lord. The priesthood of Melchizedek. The gospel. <laughs> the ministry of Jesus Christ. The true Christian ministry. And that's the standard. Are we ministering that? Yes, we are. Every day. Do we minister, do we minister more perfectly every day? Yes, we do. We learn from our mistakes and there's grace So that everyone can grow in the ministry of the bread and the wine. His flesh and blood. You know, some people pretending to be Christians and pretending to be pastors, pretending to be apostles and prophets, have been feeding the sheep bad, bad food. And that's why they're so confused. I don't know if I believe this person, that person. Well, you will know them by their fruit. It is written. After drinking their wine and eating their bread, are you confused? Are you enslaved again to the law and the curse of the law? Are you set free because it's for freedom that he set us free? (laughs) Do you have life and life more abundantly? For that is the entire purpose of his coming. It is written. And never stray from what is written. That's a commandment. But there's a lot written that people have never even eaten, like the entire book of Hebrews and the entire book of Revelation of Jesus Christ. The two least read books of the entire Bible, Hebrews and Revelation, are the two most important books of the Bible for this generation. Hebrews is to the new covenant what Leviticus is to the old covenant. Okay? I'm a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek predestined for, ordained to be a leader of Joel's army, born in 1981, trained of the Holy Ghost, born of the Holy Ghost, raised of the Holy Ghost, raised of the heavenly Sanhedrin. I tell you the truth, to be sitting here and teaching and preaching every day, glory to God my Father. I'm a brother of the great white eagle, not just in thought, but in blood, because I drink his blood every day. And I live the life of metamorphosis, transfiguration by the renewing of the mind, metanoia. I don't live a human life. I live a divine life every day in every way. And I let the glory pour forth through me as a temple of the Holy Spirit in all directions, learning every day how to minister the new covenant elements of bread and wine his blood, His word, and His water into all creation perfectly. Truly, we're beginning to love perfectly. I don't care if you have a burqa on, a yarmulke, or a Christian prayer shawl, nation, tribe, and tug, creed, and color. Make no difference. As it's written, God is no respecter of persons. If you have breath in you, you will receive the river of life because it's sovereign. It's just the Christians are so caught up in their brains, that they don't love anyone. They barely even love themselves. I test these people every day, everywhere, by the thousands. We've reached 45 million the last four months, glory to God. It's the same thing everywhere. Sodom and Egypt, rebellion and religion. That's the only thing that exists outside the river of life in this universe, the heavens and the earth. There's a river of life here that's bigger Then all rebellion and all religion, it's just small when you don't believe in it. Because whatever you look at is big. I look at Jesus, so the river is big. It's a huge river. This river can easily wash through the entire universe constantly. Forevermore. And I mean, that's the whole point of what we're doing here, causing the Great Awakening. Duh. Yeah, and there's a lot of wickedness out there. So there's going to be a lot of chastisement because the Father disciplines those He loves. You're not going to get a pat on your back for strange fire and dead works and self-righteousness and Christian narcissism and me, 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 I, I, I. That doesn't work. It doesn't exist in the kingdom. That will all be crucified off you painlessly. It's not going to be painful. He took the pain. It'll be painless. <laughs> you can't even say, Ouch, friends. When He died, you died. You were born again into it. All of His suffering was for all of your bliss. It's called the cup of salvation. Now when we don't drink the cup of salvation, and we don't eat His bread, and we don't drink His wine, then we suffer outside the covenant. Most Christians are so bewitched by demons that they don't even drink the cup of the New Covenant, and they're out there in strange fire and self-efforts in voodoo doo doo. You know, Galatians 3.1, bewitched, trying to please the Father in their own self-sacrificing, as if your sacrifice was necessary for the Father to receive you. That's the older prodigal son syndrome, which is pure mental illness of religion, of Luke 15. That kid was insane. And I deal with religion every day, everywhere. Religion is mental illness. Let me say it again. Religion is mental illness. If you've done any work in the ministry among souls, amongst thousands of people, when you deal with religion, you go through psych wards and you deal with mental illness, they all think they're Jesus or Muhammad or Buddha. They're It's all religion, every single psych ward in the entire world. If you come out of religion into the river of life, you have the spirit of a sound mind, it is written. You have the river of the morning star, maker of heaven and earth, (laughs) our heavenly Father, flowing through you. And you're just constantly refreshed by the cup of salvation. But if you refuse to drink the river of life, all that exists is hell and death in this world. And that's Satan's property and he's the author of confusion, it is written. He's the father of lies. So what he does is just cram your mind full of demons, full of lies, full of flies, and he makes you go nuts. And I've seen it thousands of times. I mean, it's like every time a person comes and boldly approaches the throne of grace, then Satan comes with these other cups of Babylon, the great cups of adultery, cups of self righteousness cups of success <laughs> cups of all these fake pleasures of this world this fallen world starlight cups of witchcraft and sorcery and he offers it to everyone because that's the only thing he has is sin to offer you and people don't know any better so they just drink whatever wine's offered to them next thing you know they're having orgies in the drunken glory and they're like there's no demons You know, I mean, it's just insanity. And they don't have any understanding of the angel world, of the demon world, of the spirit world, of heaven and hell and everything in between. And they're just clueless, like sheep without a shepherd. You know, but I tell you the truth. We will teach the shepherds to be better shepherds. And some of the sheep will rise out of the sheepfold to become shepherds of the body of Christ from this flock. I mean, I'm telling you, the sons of God are here. And you are the sons of God. If you obey Him, it is written. And His word is our salvation. His word is King of kings and Lord of lords. Unless you believe His words, you cannot be saved. You know? But if you believe anything in here, (laughs) you're saved. But how about we grow in salvation? How about we grow in faith? Faith starts like a mustard seed. Jesus says. But that's the smallest of all the seeds of the garden plants. If you stay in small faith, I mean, it's, it's pitiful. And you're wondering why, you know, the helmet of salvation is so small on your heads and you're worried about everything in this world in Babylon the Great, except the only thing you should be fearing is the fear of the Lord, the beginning of wisdom. Because you have all these things flying around in the air you breathe. You got all this stuff working in the dust called demons and devils. But if you grow your faith, it all goes poof and it's gone. (laughs) Faith manifests the glory of God into this terrestrial plane. Great faith, great glory. Little tiny faith, little tiny glory. Little tiny joy, way deep, 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 deep down inside. And it's like, do you ever smile? Lord, restore the joy of our minds getting saved. You know, you can tell if a person's serious all the time, it's so hard. You're not saved in your minds. You need to be saved in your minds. It's called having the mind of Christ. I know you're saved in your spirit, but now let your spirit take over your carnal mind so you can get the sweet joy and the sweet fragrance of Christ flowing through your faces so people will enjoy you. And want to be around you and drink off you, instead of despise you and reject you and all this dumb persecution. That's not persecution, other than you just being bewitched in Babylon. Most of the persecution the Christians endure in America, that they call perse- is not persecution for righteousness' sake. Righteousness is pure joy. Are they persecuting you because you're so happy, or because you're so religious? <laughs> There's no rewards for most persecution that people call persecution in this world because they're being persecuted because they're self-righteous hypocritical idiots. And so they got to get in the river of life. If you're suffering for the river of life, then you're suffering for Christ. That's a completely different suffering. The suffering of Jesus Christ is pain free. He had a river of life flowing through him. John 7:38, it is written. Amen. Or is that John 6.38? I don't know. It's in there. Google it. Thank God for the internet, you know? Otherwise, you guys would never hear the real gospel and be stuck in Gog and Magog your entire dying lives. (laughs) Most people are not even happy that the sons of God are manifesting. But they will be. Because when the tough gets going, the going gets tough. And the cream of the crop rises to the top. You know, going pop. Because the great tribulation has so much pressure in your minds, everything that doesn't work in your lives will burn. And you'll realize, holy crap. Litter Ministries was telling us the truth the whole time, just trying to make us soldiers of Jesus Christ so that we can win and never lose again in any area of our lives. Amen! It's the only reason why we do this thing. Because it's the right thing to do. To serve you the truth, to make you spiritually strong, and to transform your minds. To have the helmet of salvation on, so you can stand in the day of the Lord. And having done all, stand. Not, oh, slay me. You know, not lay down and take any teaching that comes in the air. You know? To not lose in this world, but to win more than conquerors through Christ who loves us. So many people just lose. Lose, lose, lose. I tell you the truth, I will make you so strong in the river of life, you will never lose in any area of your life. Again, because he's Christus Victor. There's not a drop of loser in Jesus Christ. Behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah has triumphed. And that's our only victory. His blood and His flesh poured out for us that we feast upon every day that makes us exactly like Him in every way. Flesh of His flesh, bone of His bone, spirit of His spirit, blood of His blood. Truly, we are the brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ. We are the sons of God. Amen? And anyone that says otherwise is a lying demon and will be struck down. These are the people who fight the sons of God. These are the people that fight the river of life. These are the false pastors and the false teachers. They don't care about your souls. They care about your pocketbooks. That's why they do not want to lose you to the river of life. Otherwise, they'll never be able to control you again. And that's our entire objective here, friends. To get you so free in the river of life that no man, no angel, nothing in this world can control you or cover you. Only the river of life from the throne of God in Jesus' name. And that is the ultimate freedom of the gospel. Now let's set the whole world free by demonstrating it every single day in Jesus' name. Amen. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Glory to God.